everybody, and welcome to the Happy Hour. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network, it's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is, no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you, because that's New Orleans, and this is Happy Hour cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar. Today, we're at Wayfair on Perrette Street. Wayfair is a restaurant and bar serving handcrafted food and spirits where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. There are three happy hour, uh, three-hour happy hour every day from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Wayfair on Ferret Street. How's everybody doing? Good, good. Welcome to Happy Hour. I'm sitting in. This is Rich Collins sitting in for my good friend Grant Morris. Uh, may he get uh, well very, very soon. We're thinking about you. Um, but so, all right. Hey, uh, how's everything uh, going? Good to see you, Brandy Studer. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, look, everybody, Brandy is a, originally from the Midwest. She now practices law in New Orleans for the national headline-making Orleans Public Defender. She also has an MSW, which is a master's in social work. Correct. Uh uh, Which we believe every public defender should have, but doesn't. Brandy is a mom to Zeke. Yes. 17 months old? Yes. (laughs) So, uh... What's a day in the life for you like at your your new job? How new is your job? I've been there... Well, I've actually been there over a year. I was a social worker in municipal court um, for almost a year, and then I took the um, public defender position in um, Section B of Municipal Court in January. And what, what made you make that change? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I like being a lawyer. <laughs> it's, you know, it's exciting. I, I guess you show up, you talk to all the people who were arrested the night before, um, all the people who are still in jail from the last time they came to court. Um, So you go through all of their cases, talk to them about their cases, talk to the judge um, and the prosecutor about their cases and see what can be done. Um, Sometimes cases are resolved. Sometimes you get a bond set for people and try to talk to their family about how to get them out of jail as fast as possible. And we sort of like, uh, sort of look at our job as how we can get you out of jail as fast as we can. What are the types of uh, things that you see every day? What are the types of crimes that people are facing? Well, I'm in municipal court, which are misdemeanors, so each case carries a maximum of six months. Um, But I get a lot of um, sleeping on the sidewalk, um, criminal trespass, urinating in public cases, a lot of homeless, you know, people cases. So let me ask you a question. A lot of fighting. I have a a life in uh, film production, and a number of years ago, we were shooting outside of the Louisiana Children's Museum at around 2 a.m. And as we were pulling out of the museum, you know, it was, it was kind of unusual looking because there's all these cars in the middle of the night outside of this museum. Well, a policeman came by and he uh, ran some plates. And it turns out that the man who was our director, <laughs> my friend, uh, had an outstanding ticket from years ago. Yep. He was there with his wife and infant child. They apologetically, but nevertheless did it, they put him in cuffs, took him away, put him in an orange jumpsuit, gave him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and he spent 24 hours in jail. Yeah. Uh, then he got out and finished shooting the video for us on the next day. Great. But is that the kind of people you see? You do see those <laughs> kind of cases, yeah. Or, um, you know, people who just came down for the weekend for Mardi Gras or for, you know, whatever, and got drunk and got arrested or got into a fight and got arrested for something like that. Right. But we do get a lot of old, if you don't show up on your court date, or if you don't show up when they tell you to, then they issue a warrant for your arrest. It's called an attachment in municipal court. And they, they do arrest you. So we have people, you know, I have a guy that came in Monday, I think, on a 2012 case where he was caught in 2012 sleeping in a dorm room. Now, why would it, why would it be coming up now so, so much? Because he didn't come to court in oh, 2012, got it, got it, got it. so they issued a warrant for his arrest. And he hasn't been in trouble since 2012, but for whatever reason, they ran his name or whatever. Oh, and they said, oh, well, you have an outstanding warrant, so he had to come. And he's like, I don't even remember that. Oh, gosh. So what, what's his fate? Um, in my court, um, he... Um, he I think he pled not guilty. Um, so 
it was um, an ROR. He was released on his own recognizance, and he'll come back and go to trial on the case. Okay, so it's just ongoing. Yeah. Well, uh, I've got more questions for you about that. Uh, it sounds <laughs> awesome, but I want to introduce our other it's guests. It's exciting. <laughs> I mean, it sounds great. It sounds also <laughs> worthwhile, and I'm sure and you mentioned it, and I'm sure it's true. You don't have nearly enough people to do the work you're doing, so I wanna, I'm curious to ask you more about that. But sitting uh, to Brandy's left for me is a man named Preston Titus, who is the general manager of the new Bell's Diner. How? how That's correct. Uh, our signs went up over the Tomato Fest last year, so we're, we're looking at right about a year. Oh, great. Congratulations uh, on, you. on your first year. So Preston is a native of Dallas, Texas, spent a lot of time on the West Coast in San Diego. That's correct. Surfing and restauratoring. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, a, lot of, uh, a lot of golf in there, too. Oh, is there golf? Nice. Yeah, absolutely. To, was it Torrey Pines? Is that what the one Torrey is? Pines is up north. Yeah, North County. I have a friend who, uh, my, uh, one of my road managers from my other life, he lives in San Diego and his daughter's name is Tori in honor of his uh, golf obsession right uh, but uh, so, so Preston uh, has been working in the hospitality industry for more than a decade following Katrina you relocated to New Orleans and you have helped spearhead operations for numerous local restaurants and bars <clears throat> including Lucy's retired surfer bar that's correct which has been in the news a couple times in the last <laughs> year or two uh, <laughs> New Orleans hamburger and seafood restaurant and yeah. Cosmo's that's Cosmo down in the quarter yes yeah the famed uh, uh Cosmo Matassa of the recording scene back in the 50s and 60s, too. Right. So, um, so now Titus, uh, most relevantly, has helped open Bell's Diner in the fall of 2015. And I hear that you have a menu of classic New Orleans favorites and cocktails, including, i got to hear about this, the Bell's Boozy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, we just took your classic um, malt, you know, uh, malt shop milkshake. Nice. Added booze to it. There you go. <laughs> so... Genius. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer, um, but delicious, and uh, yeah, we sell a ton of them. Do you so. get to choose your liquor, or is, is the... I, I do have a, uh, you know, a menu, um, include the uh, Thin Mint, the Chuck Berry, um, the Brook, which is a pecan pie hole whiskey. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Wait, what's, a, what's, the, what's the Chuck Berry? That's the... the Chuck Berry is a, my take on a, on a Nuts and Berries, which is Frangelico and Chambord. So these are, it's more than just boo. These are actually crafted and carefully thought out. Yeah, yeah. They sound great. <laughs> They're delicious. And then the Thin Mint, obviously, chocolate and cream to mint, so. But it sounds like, I, don't, I know a little bit about the food business, so I know that uh, you get your things that are like the, uh, what, the lost leaders, like the, the high food cost things. I would think milkshakes are not that cheap to make because of the, the liquor and They're, also the ice cream. Well, the ice cream, I do use um, vanilla bean ice cream. You know, each one of them starts with three scoops of, of ice cream, so yeah, they're they're not cheap to make, but you know they're well worth it. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, it sounds great. Especially, so, especially with the way the weather's going right now, I mean, uh, I think last weekend was our last weekend of cool weather. Uh, so of course, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, if, what, if you, you guys been outside today, <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Starting warm. Yeah, I know. Uh, I always. Uh, I'm a. I've been here 25 years. I married a, a New Orleans girl, so I'm I'm here forever. But. Uh, the Yankee and me around this time of year is still expecting more reasonable weather. Right. And then come like s- September, I can't believe it when it doesn't stop. Right. And it just keeps going. It keeps going. 90 degrees. <laughs> but uh, well, so tell me, what, what's, what's, uh, what are the highs and lows of, of your new venture? Um, well, obviously, um, at the, towards the end of summertime, you know, we uh, see a, a drop. But our, our season down here is reverses of everybody else's that, where I've lived. Um, obviously, you know, San Diego, very summertime, touristy. Here we've got from January till July. Right. As opposed to, you know, July, August, you know, that, that time. So, um, you know, all, all those little festivals that pop up are, are awesome. Um, so French Quarter Fest was good for you all? Yes. French Quarter Fest, Does it get, does it get too busy or something where it's impossible to do what you need to do or no? It's just good. Yeah. No, it, it kind of comes in waves. So, you know, it, it's... It, you know, like I said, it, it comes in waves, and, and um, it, it's great. So um, we do 24 hours on um, on oh, special events. Nice. So um, we're, we're there open and feeding people and, and getting people drinks. I don't think I mentioned you guys are down in Decatur near um, Cafe Du Monde and all that, or the French Market. Yeah, we're, uh, we have one side that opens on the French Market, one side that opens on Decatur. Oh, so, oh I got you. You're down in that, um, what do you call that? building what's that what's that section um not sure that building has a name but it is uh yeah it's the 1100 block of of decay good okay so. 
I lived uh, for a time uh, near Decatur and St. Philip, which okay. is like a block and a half from where you yeah. were. Yeah, not too far. That was a fun era. Right. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, but, so what, what should I order when I come? What's like your go-to? Uh, Preston's patty melt. Okay. <laughs> it's good. Uh, it's my take on a patty melt, thick cut sourdough, bacon, uh, blackened burger patty. Um, our burger patties are uh, a short rib, chuck, and brisket blend. Oh, my gosh. Sold. So, <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, come down. Um, yeah, they're they're each hand formed um, and made to order, um, eight ounces. So they're it's, it's a really good burger. That sounds awesome. And then yeah. uh, what's uh, what's so if I order that, what is my uh, what's my date order? What's the next thing we should check out? <laughs> well, she can do the Decatur salad. It's a, uh, a shrimp <laughs> like like a <laughs> That's sexist of you, Preston. <laughs> I know, but uh, we got everything down there from chicken and waffles to a, a, a nice shrimp salad to uh, you know for morning we do breakfast all day. Um, you know, when we when we are 24 hours during special events, we got breakfast 24 hours. So, um, you know, includes pancakes, chicken and waffles, uh, omelets. So the longer uh, we're sitting here talking, the more delicious that sounds. Um, well, I definitely want to come check it out. So, look, folks, I want to introduce our last person. I realize I apologize. I don't have all of the um, bio information on you, Michaela. I'm right. So I'm I a, wa- a walking bio. I want <laughs> you to. I want you to. to uh, Sell yourself. Oh, gosh. Give us the elevator okay. pitch. Tell us about you, Michaela. <laughs> My name is Michaela Brown. I'm a musician in town and also work in the service industry. Um, I sing mostly. I play piano and guitar. I call my own music neo-soul pop. So it's kind of catchy rhythms and hooks with introspectively driven lyrics that come from personal experiences and just, you know, moments in my life. And I'm also part of a seven-piece band called the Crooked Vines. We're more of a funk pop collective kind of thing. And we do the Frenchman Street Circuit and play all around town. My music's a little bit more low-key. Um, and I also busk on Royal Street oh. all the time. It's so much fun. You meet the most interesting people there. It's great. Do, I'm curious about that. How does that work? Do you have to have, like, is there, like, a, like this is my corner and I have a permit? Or is it just come catch as catch can? How does that work? Well, it, it, it varies where you are. So if you're on Decatur Street near the French Market, you have to get a permit, which is easy to get in the French Market um, building, okay. which is the same building as WWOZ's in which I'm, I, it's my favorite part of the city. I nice. volunteer there every week. Oh, you do? What do you mm-hmm. do over there? I do production now. When I first got there, um, well, I, so I went to college in Wisconsin, and I drove down from there to here when I graduated, and I heard a song that I loved on the radio, and I thought, who plays this on the radio? And it was OZ. So I walked in. I said, can I be a... I don't have a job or a house. Can I be a part of this, please? I'll just sit it. And so I sat in the front and smiled. I did the front desk for a while. Oh, nice. Which is great. You get to meet such incredible people there. And now I, I do more of a production side. So I'll do spots on the radio for underwriting and, and public announcements for the, the station. You edit it. You, you cut it together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pro Tools? Yeah. Or it's WaveLab, actually, there. Gotcha. But it's, I'm learning so much. It's a higher education for me. It's great. So that's awesome. That sounds good. So it seems like you, you just said about 10 different things that you do. So you do a lot of things. I don't like monotony. <laughs> <laughs> you're young and you have energy. But wait, so, but so what you were saying, you're getting that permit. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine there's certain spots that are the best spots. And so, it's, is there seniority or mm-hmm. what, how does that work? There's a lot of camaraderie in the city. That's a beautiful thing. But for Royal Street, there's no permits or anything. Um, there are people that are out there all the time. And it depends. I mean, it really, it depends on the day. It depends on the season. It depends on the time of day. It depends on how many other people just happen to be out there. Everyone's respectful to each other. So if you, if you see someone playing on a corner, you'll go a couple blocks so you don't bleed, you know. If, right. Because you know, that's not good for anybody. Right. And especially the people walking by. I mean, it depends where you want to set up on the street, whether people are walking from Canal to come into the quarter and they've seen 17 musicians already, uh, or they're coming from the residential part. It's all, I mean, I just go where no one is, and if I get a spot, that's great. If not, I'll go on the river and just practice for a while. That's nice. I'm by Wallenberg Park. Mm-hmm. Look at the. Yeah. yeah. I noticed when I was reading about you earlier today that yeah, the river keeps popping up. I love water. <laughs> it's calming. Uh, that's, I remember being on the Mississippi was one of the most romantic things for me about coming to the city at first, just because when you're a kid and you, you know, it's 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 obviously mythical. And the the Gorgeous. bridge lights up at night. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that jinx. Um, well, do you want to sing a number for us? We'd like to hear right it. now. Yeah, do you okay. want to busk? Sure. <laughs> right, we got to find some busk change. Busk in a bar. Hmm. Everyone, check your pockets. But, <laughs> yes, please. But uh, I'm just kidding. See, so yeah, I'd love to hear it. 
All right. Well, I guess I so I I just released a single with my quartet about a month ago. Um, it's called this one, and it's gonna be. Thank you. <laughs> on uh, the album that I have coming out in the future. We just were in the studio yesterday and the day before, actually. Um, but this will be in, like a nice little solo. I just want to give some context. While while you were explaining that and taking your ukulele out, we all just got served a fresh round of drinks here at Wayfair. Um, Brandy has a pilsner of some sort. I think it's called Yella. Yella? I think so. Y e l l a. Yeah. She's got a yellow pilsner. Yella. I bet I think it's a Y. Uh, Brandy, what, what what's that lovely bubbly cocktail you have? I have, no, I'm sorry, Michaela. Yeah, what's that? I have a, a raspberry royale. It's delicious. It's prosecco and some raspberry liqueur and some kind of like really fancy raspberry at the bottom. Oh yeah, does, I see it, that raspberry. I'm excited for it. <laughs> Preston, what you got? I got the uh, cucumber cooler. It's a Hendrix gin, um, cucumber soda. It's delicious. It looks like water. <laughs> I can just say right now. I thought you were being like the most responsible of all of us, but that's the that's, it's sneaky. It's sneaky. <laughs> it looks very refreshing, that's for sure. And then I'm drinking some sort of red wine. I have no idea. I, I ordered room temperature water and not sweet red wine. <laughs> so anyway, they got you covered. I'm kind of a Cinderella about my voice. I have to protect it for my job. <laughs> all, right, so, all right, everybody. This is Michaela. What, right. are you, what, what are you doing? This is called this one. So tell us uh, a little bit about that song. Well, the person it's about has no idea <laughs> and won't. Is it, is it Preston? Um, <laughs> uh-oh. He'll never know. Um, yeah, but no, it's, it's great about songs that I write. It's about, you know, really in the moments that I'm 
feeling certain things. And not all my songs are love songs, if you will. It's just what I'm feeling in that moment. So if that feeling passed, because, you know, things change all the time. I've sang that song about, like, four people now at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Which is cool that you can, like, yeah, you can reapply it and kind of sing about, like, wherever you are in the, the present, you know? But I have, I did just release that with a quartet, so I have, uh, actually, I use an electric ukulele in that one, uh, electric slide guitar, um, upright bass, and drums. So it's a little different. You were telling me you had a new single, that's the one? Mm-hmm. It sounded beautiful. Thanks. Really nice. All right, so now uh, Brandy and Preston are going to do a number for us. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's like a doo-wop thing from it's the like 50s. Clap, tap, tap. You guys could do where, the word that spoons? I want from Greece. That's where the spoons. <laughs> I got through. <laughs> okay, so look, I'm just working around. I'm going, uh, I'm going uh, clockwise here in this conversation. Um, but let me just say, by the way, this, my name is Rich Collins, and I'm filling in for Grant on, here on It's New Orleans. And um, I've... Uh, <clears throat> I'm here because I've, I've come on the show a couple times, and I've known Grant uh, literally since 1991 or something when I first moved to New Orleans. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I always like coming on with him, and I'm happy to come here while he's on the mend. Hopefully he'll be back uh, next week. But um, so when I come on, I'm usually talking about my, um, my projects. Uh, <clears throat> Preston knows a little bit, but I, uh, right. uh, I spent the 90s here, uh, as a journalist, I worked uh, my first job out of college. I worked at Gambit at the weekly newspaper. That was like my fun, such a fun job. That's that was my cool, first yeah. job. But then around 2000, in the beginning part of this millennium, some friends and I had an idea, and we ended up uh, developing the idea and pitching it and selling it to Disney, which was a, it's, it's a, a, a television show for little kids called Imagination Movers. And so Movers ended up the, the concept for the show was. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers meets the Blue Man Group for little kids. Yes. So that was the whole thing. So we made the show uh, back in Jazz Fest. I won't even say how many years ago, but they came and saw us, struck a great relationship, beginning of a long relationship. And so we ended up filming three seasons of Movers uh, after the flood in like 08 through 12 out at, uh, in Harahan. It's a ton of it was a ton of work. It was a, a huge production, lots of lots of a crew of a hundred people. It was this great thing, anyway. And so now in the in the years since that we made the show, I, I basically make a living. I I travel all over the world playing concerts on just still on the on the strength of that show. That's so cool. That's awesome. So, um, like tomorrow, I'm leaving to go up to the East Coast for a show. I was I was in Virginia last week, and uh, this is kind of my busy season, but. Uh, and then, and I, whenever I come on this show, I'm always talking about my other business, which is writing and creating more music. That's why I really enjoyed listening to what, what you were doing, Michaela, because like a lot of people in New Orleans, I'm, I'm a, uh, a creative soul, <clears throat> and that's basically what I live to do is, is create. And so I find this city, more than any other place, is very supportive. I know that uh, movers wouldn't have happened if we lived in you know, uh, Dayton. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with Dayton. We, Dayton. we go to Dayton a lot in Dayton. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know what it is for us, and I, and I was curious about you with your work too with the restaurant and with everything uh, the fact that we you know people here would rather eat a po' boy than a Subway sandwich or at least they, they that's certainly in, it's right. in your mind yeah. and that doesn't that kind of sensibility doesn't exist in a lot of places that, that helped us too so when we started that idea immediately people were receptive to this like locally grown thing you know it's like farm raised locally grown versus you know whatever the other content was and so uh, I find that to me, as we're talking about New Orleans, is something that's that, that's obviously essential to me. And actually, I wonder for you, well, restaurant-wise, how that apl- how it applies. You have everybody else that's interested in food too. You know, I mean, that, which is which is awesome, which helps you kind of create and in this community, right? Right. I mean, you when everybody else is excited about it and you're excited about it, then you have a lot more freedom to grow and, and move on, and not just. You know, go to McDonald's or Subway, like you said, or right. you know what I mean. So, um, you know, th- this culture does breed that, and people down here we enjoy it. You know, we we, right. we take our time. We don't just look at it as um, you know substance. It's it's a it's an outing and it's an adventure and it's something that we do together. So, right, instead of trying to get the like a buffet food as much food as cheap as possible as <laughs> right. fast as possible, it's right. like an experience. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, I mean, you don't hear of Friday lunches anywhere else except for, for here. I mean, 25-cent martinis, you know, for, for lunch. You don't, you, that, that doesn't, I don't think that exists other places. <laughs> I mean, 
So uh, that does help, you know, feed your passion, you know, feed my passion for, for food and, and drinks and, uh, you know, just enjoying the time I, that we have with each other and, and, and eating and drinking. So I would guess it, does it, it, uh, it inspires you, but does it also like force you to be on your A game when you're, yeah, when you're doing yes, that? I, I definitely think so. You can't just take packaged products and, and throw them on the grill and then, and then throw them out and expect to have some sort of following here in, in New Orleans. I, I, I don't think that that really flies. So You can't go all Cisco? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, definitely not. Well, what, what made you decide to go out on your own? It's a brave thing to do, I know. Um, well, I it, um, talked with a couple people and, and they wanted me to come spearhead this and, and uh, we've been fortunate enough to, to keep it going and, and it's been a really good... Um, good outlet so yeah i mean i imagine it's you know well it's just it's it's, you're vulnerable and it's a risk like anything right right yeah it it is um i mean anything you do is a risk but you know if if life was easy or or you know if if it was easy everybody would do it absolutely what's the biggest difference in food like say in the west coast uh like in san diego yeah versus here you know uh Oh, it's all very, very different. Um, obviously, in San Diego, being in such cl- close proximity to Mexico, you know, it, oh, right. it's very um, a lot of Spanish influence um, in Mexican food. Um, but the seafood is totally different. Um, seafood is, is, you know, that, that's a lot of cold water seafood versus the warmer water of the Gulf. Um, over here, so I mean, out there, Who, whose is better? <laughs> Definitively, uh, for the record, <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> no, um, over there, I mean, it's a lot more lobster, crab legs, that type of stuff. Down here, you get, I mean, even the oysters are different. Gulf oysters are a lot larger. Um, I think a little bit saltier, um, and a lot more fried stuff down here. You know, a right. lot more catfish and and uh, a lot of the, you know, obviously crawfish and whatnot, but. Um, yeah, it, very different seafood. Um, so that's a, that's the biggest difference, I think. The type, yeah, the, the actual yeah the stuff you have to work with. Well, Brand, what's your what Brandy? What is your uh, what are some of your favorite uh, New Orleans restaurant? How long have you been here? Restaurants. I lived here um, for three years before Katrina and came back. Oh. Um, so I've been back, I guess, four years now. So. Okay. Um, it's different now. It's, <laughs> it's a totally different scene. It is definitely different now, yeah. What's the, like, what have you noticed from the... Because that's interesting. You were there, and you were gone for the, a lot of the rebuilding. What, what's the biggest... What are the things that stick out to you? I mean, I think the population of people, to me, seems different. Um, there are a lot more, you know, people who are not from New Orleans who live here, you know, like me. <laughs> like, like, you mean like everyone at like, this table? Like everyone here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, now, who call it home? You know, this right. is home for us. But even, you know, it's before I think people who call New Orleans home had lived here for their entire lives and had right. never left New Orleans. So right. there's a lot of that. I mean, I live in the Bywater now. Um, we're thinking about moving to Central City. And pre-Katrina, I don't think that I would have lived either one of those right. places, you know. Um, Did you see the Chewbacca's parade this year? <laughs> I don't think we saw Chewbacca's, but the other day on May the 4th, May the 4th be with you, yes. there was a Chewbacca's-esque parade in the Bywater. They kind of did a, you know, a parade, a Bywater parade that was Sounds actually every Star Wars. Yeah, it was fun. I made the ultimate Chewbacca's mistake because I, I live up to, I live very close to here. We're here at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I almost passive aggressively drove down there because I'm bad with crowds and stuff, like too much chaos. So I, the parades that I can walk to here is great, but I'm not a big fan of like fighting logistics. So I just sort of like, fine, I'm just going. And we took it, took all, I have five kids. We went all piled in the car, yeah, and we went down there. Costumes? Yeah, well, my one son, the reason, I'm sorry, I, forget, I failed to mention the reason I had to go to the Chewbacca's parade is because my, my son was in it with another family. Awesome. So the rest of us, I drove down there and basically did all, just got lost and all, but it basically wound up, there's a box that gets formed by that parade route. I didn't know this. Right. And I was in it. So we didn't leave. You, you couldn't leave. You're trapped. We were trapped until midnight. And then uh, we finally got, the, broke free and went into the quarter to try, and I went all the way across the quarter. I've been here 25, I should know better, right? But I forgot about 
all the other parades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I got I got into Cater and Canal and it was all shut you down. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. So then I turned. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was, I was. I said some technical <laughs> terms that night as I was driving. Yeah. Anyway, but so okay, so you're you're in the Bywater now, and, and obviously that has changed a great deal. Well, what makes you think you might want to move? I mean. This is a total New Orleans reason, <laughs> Mardi Gras. <laughs> I just want to be near the uptown parades <laughs> during Mardi Gras. Nice. So, you know, Central City for me is the place to be. I, I'm a public defender, so I can't really afford to live uptown, but I think we can afford to live in Central City. So That's where I live now. It's yeah. great for the You're parade. Central I know, huh? <laughs> where so, are you? What area? I'm what so street? jealous. Well, I won't give my address out. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm off Jackson. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so jealous. That it was good. It, I learned the hard way the first day where I was like, oh, day parade. I live right on the route. Mm-hmm. And then, whoops. <laughs> so a little somewhere. too much fun that day. Oh. But you, you know, you have to go through it, experience it, and then you get your bearing, your sea legs, if you will. Maybe you, uh, Michaela, can help Brandy with some uh, I know. texture if you see a sign go up. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. How you do it down here anyway, you know? <laughs> you just got to drive around until you find a place, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Preston spends his days making delicious food. We make a lot of music, and actually, I make delicious pizza too. By the way, <laughs> well, I work at a pizza restaurant. Which one? <laughs> Can I say that? I don't know. Sure, Reginelli's. Oh, nice. I work at the one uptown. It's great. They're going to be State, at Taste State of the Lake magazine. on Friday. So will my band. It's really a camaraderie. Thing. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, speaking speaking of uh, <laughs> local fine establishments, it's time for me to to mention our sponsors today. And I'm happy to mention this first one because I know Desiree and she's an awesome person. Um, Happy Hour today is brought to us by Basics Swim and Gym, a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Uh, Basics Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. My wife, Becky, has a beautiful new Basics Swim and Gym outfit that uh, was her uh, her big Christmas gift, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, th- those guys are awesome over there. They're, they're very kind and helpful, and they have wonderful products. Our other sponsor is Hangover Destroyer. <laughs> I don't know these people, but it sounds wonderful. It's the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to Hangover Destroyer's website, which is hdestroyer.com. That's hdestroyer.com. <laughs> if you write happy hour in the coupon code, you'll get 30% off Hangover Destroyer, and you can... I love this part. You can seize the dawn. Yes. Which sounds like a horror movie. Or an action movie. I don't know which. But you can seize the dawn. Hangover Destroyer. So you can uh, go out, drink too much, get up the next morning, cure your hangover, and put on a lovely bathing suit. <laughs> Courtesy of, of our sponsors. Walk around your house. You can go eat a milkshake at Bell's. Huh? That's right. Speaking of okay, bathing suits in New Orleans, I was walking my, my dog uh, this weekend, and I saw a man. <laughs> it was like, this is 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. Walk his trash out to the curb in his um, white. They were they were tidy whiteies. They were actually black, but they were basically his like his briefs. Is that right? Briefs not. They weren't yeah. boxers even. Right. His briefs. Walked his trash out to the street back and forth, like carrying all his trash out there. I thought that's maybe it was a swimsuit. Ah, uh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Getting ready to go lay out at the fly. Right, but that guy, you never know. If he walked around too much, he might end up in yeah. one of your cases. <laughs> which I want. That's how short the. Uh, yeah. Briefs were. There's probably there's probably some line. I don't know what the line is, but let me. So I did want to ask you because you're doing. Uh, I was trying to make a transition to all our fun stuff. You're doing a lot of good and hard work. Uh, uh, what what is um, you know what are some of the things that you've seen so far in this new role? What's something that's given you uh, hope, and what's something that's been really frustrating? Um. Well, that's tough. I mean, we get a lot of domestic abuse battery cases. We get a lot of battery fighting cases. But we get a lot of... That seems like it would be felony, not misdemeanor. No, it depends on how the cop writes it up. It depends on what happened, I think, in the fight. It depends. The Your first two domestic abuse batteries are misdemeanors, and the third one is a felony, so it kind of really? depends. But just with you guys here, like, I had a guy today who... Um, was arrested for um, tap dancing on Bourbon Street past 8 p.m. No. Don't do that. What? Well, you're not allowed to play music on Bourbon Street, apparently. Past outside. 8 p.m., yeah. At all. Busking, oh. rather. Well, I got told, I don't know who told me, but they told me and I, I left. Wait, he got, this was yeah, like right. a couple I, years I can't ago. see how that would turn into an arrest, though. I would think that would be like a, hey, buddy, clear out. 
I don't remember if he, so they sometimes give you a summons. They'll just give you a ticket and they tell you go to court on May 16th. And if you don't go to court on May 16th, then they issue a warrant for your arrest. So that guy might have just been, you know, tap dancing. And then he didn't come to court when he was supposed to. So then they saw him a couple of days later and arrested him. And then one of my favorite clients keeps getting arrested for failure to pay for food or drink at a restaurant. Same restaurant? No. She kind of goes to all different places. Do you have a picture? I can later give you a description (laughs) of her. But she, like, one of my favorite ones was, like, the way they wrote it up. And she gets arrested, mind you. She's probably a 60-year-old woman who's very mentally ill. um, And she continually gets arrested. Um, But one of my favorite cases of hers, I mean, bless her heart, she went to... What's the famous restaurant in the quarter where they have the fire fountains and the... Pat O'Brien's. Pat O'Brien. She went to Pat O'Brien. She ordered two Bloody Marys, a cheeseburger with pickles, (laughs) and um, she left without paying. But after... So we have people who have um, mental health problems. We have um, a psychiatrist who evaluates people for competency issues, and she's been evaluated by a psychiatrist, and her mental illness is... Like, she goes to these restaurants and chooses the food based on something that's going on with her. Like, she would choose to order a fish sandwich in some restaurants because she believes that eating the fish would give her superpowers or something, you know? So it's, for her, it's a very serious mental health issue, and she continually gets arrested for it. Well, what do you think she needs? I mean, is it situation where she needs to have more care basically and so she's yeah i mean we need more mental health care we need housing um you know we need to treat homeless people with respect instead of um treating them like they're criminals and treating them like i'm you know i have a guy (laughs) i have a guy that came in the other day and um i he goes into hotels to use the bathroom because he's homeless and i told my judge i'm like just don't ask him any questions, Judge. Just take his um, no contest plea and, you know, sentence him. Don't ask him any questions. And the judge was like, all right. So he's like, Mr. Tony, you know, what happened? What are you doing in this hotel? What are you going on? And Mr. Tony kind of bends down to the microphone. He goes, Judge, I had to make a bowel movement. (laughs) Case closed. Drop the mic. (laughs) Drop the mic. So, I mean, you know, I had a guy the other day get arrested for using a porta potty um, that was marked what? as private property or something like that. So he's homeless. He needs to use the bathroom. I mean, I assume a lot of those just go. go in and out of the system. Oh. I mean, they, they, that's not a lot of those people don't spend very long in the system. I would think. Right? Sometimes you do. They used to um, set a bond on those cases, so you would have like a three hundred dollar bond. But if you're super sick or you're truly homeless, I mean. Your other homeless friends aren't, you're not going to have a phone number for them. You're not going to have a way to contact them. So it wouldn't matter if you had a $10 bond. You're not going to bond out on it. So they've sort of changed the rules in municipal court where there are some offenses now that are automatically become released on your own recognizance. It just depends on how many times you've been arrested on those same charges. So, I mean, you know, they're not funny when you're sitting in the box. I mean, I'm laughing about... Mr. Tony now having to use the restroom, but right. it's serious for people, and they're living on the streets. They're living, and they'll say, you know, they'll. My judge will ask, like, where do you live? Um, why don't you stay at a shelter? Well, I can't. I've overstayed my stay at the shelter. I don't have anywhere else to stay. I literally live on the streets of New Orleans, and pray for a handout. You know, right. I tap dance for money, or I hold a sign for money, and you know, we also have a lot of heroin. Um, in this city, and people get arrested for panhandling for heroin. We we try really hard. We in our public defender's office, we try really hard to care about the whole person. So we want to find you housing. We want to get you into treatment. We want to contact your family and see what we can do to keep you out of the system. You know, we're not just like in and out. We really try, you know, to call you when you have a court date and to help you, so you don't come back into the system. Right. Um, it does seem like there's definitely more, um, you see more homeless people right now in our, uh, on the corners than you did five years ago. Yeah, I mean, every corner. Obviously, you're sort of more plugged into to the workings of our uh, you know, legal system and everything else. Do you, is there a sense for why that's happening right now? Is it- I mean, I don't know. I, I guess 
if people are panhandling on the corner and they're making money, they're going to keep panhandling on the corner, you know? If you're going to donate money to a homeless shelter and all the money and food and funds and all that go to the shelter, then people might, I don't know, might seek their resources from the shelter instead of the streets. But people are making money doing it. Um, I mean, they're able to survive, they're, you know, by doing it, so they keep doing it. It's hard. I mean, it's funny. You see, you, that's, that's hard work. Right. You're not there in the heat and the sun all day, and, you know, you're, you're in sales. I mean, we were just complaining about, like, how hot it is out today. You know, right. oh, we should go in and get a cold beer somewhere or do, you know, go somewhere. But, you know, for them, they are standing there getting sunburned, you know, not – or freezing, staining the rain. I, I mean, I'm not advocating for panhandling. Um, at all, believe me, but you know, some people feel like that's their only way. Right, right. And then they get arrested for it, and they come in, and they become our client. <laughs> well, it's funny, we're talking about, I mean, it's like, you know, as we talk about all the delicious food and music, what you're talking about right now is just as much of a part of the reality of our city, and, it, and, it, and it's, I think people need to think about it more and think about solutions to all this more and it's um yeah we have a crazy you can't amount separate of inmates. The two. no we have a crazy crazy amount of people in jail in this state we're um our jails are overpopulated and most recently i, I think this week or last week the sheriff sent 600 people from our new jail to parishes out um across the state of louisiana so i have clients on misdemeanor charges that are somewhere in that are Monroe three they're in East Carroll Parish, which is three hours away. They're mm. in St. Martinville, Louisiana, which is a couple of hours away. I mean, just as examples, they are hours away. They're in Jackson, which is two hours away. They're in Hunt, which is near Baton Rouge, which is an hour away. And so if your family is there on a crazy charge or whatever it is, you can't go see them. Right. That, I, mean, that, I mean, the problem is huge. Right, it's, and that's nationwide, too. I know that just there's, a, there's more and more concern you see over, like, the, the 40-year effects of the war on drugs and, all, and, oh, uh, sure, yeah. and, and prisons for profit. You kind of sense that in the coming years there's going to be a lot of – there will be policy changes. And I there's, hope so. There's certainly, you know, I read a lot of national news, and you kind of that, that theme is coming up again and again and again right now. It's very much a hot and topic, so maybe we'll see some changes. But, uh, but you know, so again, you know, taking that into consideration, that, you know, our city that we all love and that that's a reality of it that we have to face. You know, like this morning right. I read the metro section and I regretted it. You know, you don't, you just, you, it's like you see, you know, who stabbed who and who, was, you know, and who stole from who. And it's just, it just, it actually will bring you down. But putting that aside, let's go to the living section for a second. And I want to, add, you know, uh, all you guys, you've chosen to be here like me and, and uh, uh, love the city. I'm curious to know, like Preston, what, besides your, uh, beside Bell's, what, what are some places, what are your favorite places to eat? What are some of your favorite things about the city? What brought you here? Um, well, I came down here during Mardi Gras, as you said. We all, uh, <laughs> we all enjoy our Mardi Gras. Um, I came down here Mardi Gras in um, 05 and um, just, I was traveling at that time and, uh, decided to stick here you know i, I really love it um so you were at were you here yet for that when the flood happened where you had to yeah i was here okay. I, I came here good six, timing right? I, yeah right <laughs> i i left san diego to get some uh, weather and i got it so yeah i'd say <laughs> holy moly but uh yeah i was here uh, about six months before the storm and um came where back it's amazing you came back yeah i was uh i was living in the corner off of rampart um it's relatively about, dry at least yeah. yeah yeah i mean i was high and dry i had one broken window in the apartment and good wow. Um, my El Camino got flooded, but I, I fixed it. Oh, is <laughs> yeah. it still with us? No, I sold it about two years ago. But it exists. It didn't alive. have a back seat, so okay. I can't, <laughs> can't, can't drive a seven-year-old around in that. So. No, no, no. <laughs> but, wait, tell, uh, wait, by the way, tell me about your yeah, – you've yeah, got my, one child? Yeah, my son Phoenix turned uh, 10 yesterday. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. <laughs> birthday. Happy birthday to you. Um, yeah, and uh, he's going to ISL in, uh, in Algiers Point. Um, Lovely. He did go to uh, Homer Plessy down at the Bywater um, for his pre-K, and then we moved to, uh, over to uh, Algiers Point. So. Nice. Um, yeah, he's doing well over there, speaking Spanish and, and uh, rocking, being a good little kid, man. All right, so your New Orleans essentials. What are some of your New Orleans essentials? Food and music? Or- yeah, music. Um, definitely... Uh, you know, pop into One Eye Jacks a lot. Um, nice. See see what they're see what they have going on, um, and then uh, you know one of my. Uh, That's one good thing about being where you are. 
Yeah. If you're working, because I assume you work insane hours, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've gotten uh, away from the, the bartender hours, which I, okay. I kept for a long time. Um, I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning now. Oh, <laughs> as, God. A, as, a, as, opposed, <laughs> as opposed to going home at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'd much rather really? get, get up at 5 a.m. I don't know. Um, <laughs> after doing it for 15, 20 years, it's, You've not, grown a, up. it's not as glamorous as it, as it seems. Right. Um, so, yeah, um, music, uh, One Eyed Jacks. I stopped by Hi Ho, um, check out music around. Nice. Can't wait to see you. Yeah. I know, uh, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, New Orleans food, man. You, you know, you got you to gotta do the long lunches. <laughs> yeah. Where's your po' boy? Where's your po' boy spot? Oh, the po' boys. Um, probably going to be Mahoney's. Nice. Yeah. They, Who is, was it guys that had the car drive through the wall yeah. the other day? Uh, on magazine, right? Uh-huh. Really? I haven't been by. I saw it in the Shame. paper, though. Yeah, someone drove through the front. I think front. something had happened to that place right before that happened, too. It was just one thing after the other. But now they're completely renovating, and it's going to be awesome. So it's like a silver lining. Yeah, exactly. There's a silver lining in everything, you know. All right, well, so, Michaela, what are your, tell me about your, what's your essential New Orleans food spots besides Bell's uh, and Wayfair? Cajun seafood on Claiborne. Amazing. Nice. The first place I ever had crawfish and a po' boy, so I'm a little biased. It's so neat in there. It's it's crazy. It's very eclectic. Um, what else? Uh, Reginelli's, of course. Uh, I used to work at Commander's. It's the, one of the most magical experiences if you come to New Orleans. It's, they also have the 25-cent martinis. Nice. Um, let's see. Where else? What about music? Who's your, who's your, who are your musical inspirations currently? In general or in New Orleans? Yeah, here, here in town. Like, who's doing good work right now? Oh, there's so many. There's so, that's so that's such a tough. I'll question. give you a starter. Okay. My current favorite is Alexis and the Samurai. Amazing, and Sweet, Sweet Crude. Crude. So good. They're they're incredible, and everyone. They're, so musicians good. here are just incredible people too. Everyone's just a person. That woman um, has a powerful voice. Yeah. Music. Tell me more. Tell me more okay. while I get a okay. note from our producer. Please uh, keep talking. Tank and the Bangas are an incredible, eclectic group. Um, Johnny Sketch and the Dirty Notes are wonderful Absolutely. to see, too. I saw those guys, or some of them, as a part of that Rory Danger thing. You've seen the mm-hmm. Rory thing? Down at One-Eyed Jacks, it yeah. was like a Rory mm-hmm. Danger and the Danger Dangers. It was a lot of the Johnny Sketch guys. A bunch. It was like 20 people on stage. It was quite a sight. They were doing, um, like, uh, Rockabilly, but it was, like... It was art. It was like art house rockabilly. Mm-hmm. But look, hey, Michaela. Speaking of music, we would love to hear a song from you if you would oh, grace us with okay. your lovely voice. Let's see, what should I do? I feel like it's ukulele time. Is that, right. a, that is a ukulele, this right? This is a ukulele. I have a good, nice, low string on this. This one makes it a little richer than the regular ukulele sound. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I met someone. I, so I'm, I'm at the radio station every Wednesday, and there's the French Market Cafe uh, right across the street. And someone who used to play there all the time, one time, one, like we'd seen each other for weeks, and one time I walked out, and he was like, oh, is that a ukulele? I have one, too. It's like, cool, we got to talking. He's like, do you know how to change the strings? And I said, no, I have no idea. Because it's a long story how I picked up the ukulele. But he, he, next week, he brought me, like, a little kind of, what do you call it, um, just like a tester for practicing to change your strings on the ukulele. Yeah. And then he gave me this low string, and he... He's in a ukulele band, too. No. It's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. The red People string is the low string? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So it's changed your ukulele world? If you will. <laughs> I, have, I have a ukulele. Really? You have yeah. one? It's in the case. It's amazing. Anyone can buy one. They're I don't one know what to che- do with On the cheaper side of instruments, and they're not, they're not intimidating to people. It's kind of like, it seems like a toy, but it's... Absolutely, a true instrument. It's it's lovely. I don't know. I would in fumble right around. Hands. My fingers are too big. I, I, I would well, make a, I'd make my, a mess. My hands are too small for a guitar. So <laughs> <That's right. laughs> this is perfect for me. All right. Um, I guess I'll do another one that's coming out on my album. But which one? Do you want to hear another like romantic song or about like life and questions? Ooh, those are tough. I mean, I almost cried at the first song. So uh, oh, gosh. fun. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, well, this is okay. I'll do one that's a little happier. Okay, I guess. I mean, that's, that's not a sad one. It wasn't hopeful, sad. It just seems like every single person has that person has that. Thank you. Well, I'm sorry for everybody that <laughs> does, but right. <laughs> I'm glad that people can relate. All right, this one's called Same Page. Mm-hmm. 
have a conversation Cause we want nothing to change Labels are just simple words We translate the complication in the social world But I want nothing to change Couldn't pick you up, just worst of love. So I waited to the pub across the street. An hour later, you showed up with soaking feet. Wait, so you walk miles in the rain just to see my face. Well, I, oh, oh, I just want to say, you're still growing on me every day. Like that in years What are you doing to me? Cause I've been afraid for so long But you took my hands and you held on Now all I want to do is hold on to Hold on to Oh, oh, oh. to see when you Michaela, uh, please uh, plug your next couple of shows or anything you want to mention. Uh, well, on Friday, I'll be with different music than this, but uh, that the seven-piece band, The Crooked Vines, will be at Taste of the Lake in Lakeview. Um, and then on Saturday, I'll be doing a solo set uh, with a girl named Catherine Rose Wood at Big Mama's Lounge at the House of Blues, and that starts at 9 o'clock, and I'll be doing a set, and then Catherine will afterwards. And uh, I have a website, www.michaelamusic.com. That's M-I-K-A-Y-L-A music.com. And I always have all my shows with all the groups I'm singing with up there. So, so that, yeah, and that Friday date is the 13th, right? Friday's the 13th. It's May 13th and then, of the year 2016. Exactly. And then <laughs> the, the next day as well, the 14th. Because <laughs> people will be listening to this for years and oh, years and oh, years to come. Oh, well, yeah, May. What a beautiful um, month. So uh, we've only got a, a little bit of time left. I have to read credits, and I want to do a, a song because uh, I'm a shameless self-promoter, and Michaela's going to help me sing it. But uh, for, before we do any of that, uh, uh, what are y'all's summer plans? Music. Who's, who's going where? <laughs> Anyone going where somewhere cool? Uh, I'm probably just going to head down to the beach, down Gulf Shores or, or Pensacola, somewhere in that area. Yeah. Speaking of which, I guess Hangout Fest is coming up, right? Yeah, soon. That, that's like, I've never gone to Hangout Fest. I'm always... I, because of my work, I'm almost always working like that in weekends in May. But that seems like the greatest, like mm. stage on the beach, Jack Johnson and all those cool, like chill people. I want to do that. It looked fun, maybe <laughs> <laughs> 10, 15 years ago. Am I, ago. Am I uh, 27 uh, years too old for that? Is that what you're saying? Uh, you can always I, blend in. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will know. I'll just go right there with all my teenagers and hang out with them the whole there time. They will love that. <laughs> just be like right there with them. Just don't stand by us, Dad. <laughs> I, can, I can just picture the melody. Actually, uh, after this taping of this 
uh, podcast that we're doing right now. I'm going up the street. All, all five of my kids go to Lusher. That's uh, fine. <laughs> You're busy. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, and my oldest son, he's a musician, Rex Collins. He, he's got. He's actually got a. He's so lucky. He's got a, a, a woman. He's a junior. This woman's a senior. I say woman because she's. Ooh. She is uh, like a Nora Jones. She's like. She's like. You know. She's not as. She's a lovely singer. <laughs> Complimenting one singer to another singer. She's incredible. And I mean, so he's, they, they're a duo and they play, they do a neutral ground coffee house and stuff. Anyway, oh, he's I love that playing place. his, senior, his uh, end of year concert in a, in a little while. So I'm going to go awesome. check that out. Somebody wants yeah. to see. But um, anyway, that sounds like fun. The beach. Brandy, what are you doing? I'm going to Kansas tomorrow. Oh, I know. Wow. Everybody settle oh. down. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we'll probably go Which to... Which city in Kansas? Um, Lawrence, Kansas, or oh. the University of Kansas. Well, I grew up in Frankfort, Kansas. Where I'm going for my niece's graduation. So. How far is that from, like, was it Wichita? Wichita? Mm, probably three or four hours from Wichita, yeah. My mom's from Wichita. And then, oh, cool. Yeah. And then we're going to Cape Cod for, um, you know, a couple of days. That's lovely. That's yeah. the, sometime, oh, right now. Summer. Summer, summer, summer. Probably, like, July, August, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're just doing a bunch of gigs. Well, yeah, I'm going home. I'm going home to Maryland um, in July, and then I'm flying from there to San Francisco, and then going up to Washington to Olympic National Park, where my best friend is doing seasonal work right now. Uh, but that's beautiful. gonna be ugly. Oh, yeah, the worst. It's gonna be beautiful. 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 Opposite weather of yeah. this. I went last year. It's it's cool incredible. Cool and misty, you know, it sounds great. Yeah. All right, so my name is Rich Collins. And I want to play a song for y'all. So, uh, in addition to my Disney project, I do a bunch of other music. And I came on the show a few months ago to promote a song in an album called Golden Pick. And I'm going to do that song right now, and maybe Michaela can sing a couple of harmonies. I got a ukulele with a golden pick. Gonna write a pretty little song with it. Tell my little baby that I love her so. I got a guitar with a silver string. And it sounds like heaven when you hear it ring. Open up the gates and I'll let them sing for you. Oh, for you, yeah. Na 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 Tell my little baby that I love her so. Whoa. Na 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 Tell my little baby that I love her so. Whoa. Pounding out a rhythm on a beat-up drum One day I'll get it covered up in platinum Platinum drum and I'm playing a rhythm for you Diamonds all over my microphone And the spotlight's hit it, gonna see it shine Say that you love me and I'm gonna give it all to you All to you, yeah na 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 Tell my little baby that I love her so Whoa, sounds better already Tell my little baby that I love her so. Whoa! Alright. Rock the rhythm one time. You are the reason that I got the rhyme. Bring it back to you, bring it back to you. When the stars come out at night, your eyes are twice as bright. Bring it back to me, bring it back to me. Got a ukulele with the golden pick. I'm gonna write a pretty little song with it. Tell my little baby that I love her so. Oh 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 Thank you, Michaela Braun. <laughs> so now I, I've, I've been lucky to sing with a bunch of awesome, better singers than me. Thank you. I'm going to add you to that list. Appreciate your help. Oh, uh, so look, this is um, it's New Orleans Happy Hour, and I'm going to go ahead and read credits yeah, yeah. because that's what the producer is telling me to do <laughs> through so nonverbal cues. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Okay, so uh, thank you guys so much, by the way. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. That was awesome. Thank Randy you so much. Michaela, it's the first time I've ever had to wrangle a radio show. You're awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're natural. Uh, thank you. Um, so, look, the producer today is Graham DuPont. Yay, Graham. Associate producer and technical director, Chris Kehoe. Music director, Christian Unruh. 
who's not in Hawaii. Theme music was written by and is being played by Mitch Foreman. Thank you, Mitch, by the way, for the advice you gave me on uh, sound production a few months ago. If you'd like to be on the show, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. Check out our other happy hours and other shows. Out to Lunch with Peter Rusciutti, live at Commander's Palace. Sounds pretty good. True to the Game with Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Kanata. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. And Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu. And the podcast about death. Death, the podcast, with psychologist Dr. Arian Elfant. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. Keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media on all of the weird It's New Orleans. I'm not sure if that's correct, but I read it as written. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and our Facebook page. The photos are taken today by Allison Boone. And please don't uh, publish any of the ugly ones. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or another podcast app, thanks for subscribing. Take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, one of my favorite neighborhood restaurants. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Wayfair, where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. I want to wish Grant Morris a very speedy recovery, and I can't wait to be back here on the show with you, Grant. Uh, and Andrew Duhon, I missed you this week. Hope to see you soon. Thank you, everybody.